One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It was a tag team title match to kick off this week's episode of NXT, and now I, Simon Miller. And convinced that two dudes are about to be called up to the main roster. Also, hello, my friends. That's right. My name is the Miller of Simon, and welcome to Ups and Downs for NXT. And we're reviewing it, and we'll do a little bit of recapping too. But I can't tell you every single thing. People go, Simon, you didn't talk about this on this occasion. If I did that, this show would be two hours long, because that's how long NXT is. That would be flubbing ridiculous. Let's up those doubts. Anyway, it was Tony D and Stax defending their tag team championships against Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza, and the latter lost. This is what I'm talking about. I mean, what else are you going to do with them down there now? The Angelos flew out of the blocks early on too, I guess because they threatened somebody's family. And I kid you not, almost instantly, they were going for their finisher. So somebody definitely started the game with the meters full. Garza and Carrillo then decided though, no, we don't want none of this. So they fought back and they kicked the crap out of Stax. And you want to know why? So he could get the hot tag to Big Tone. And of course he ran wild. It always makes me laugh though, because after about 49 seconds, he just tagged Stax back in, who surprise, surprise, got absolutely murked. I was like, what are you doing, Tony? You just saw what happened to him. He ain't going to be ready to go. We then got into some trading, though, when Garza just blasted this guy in the testicles. When I kid you not, he hit him with a Tiger pile driver. And this surprised me for two reasons. One, WWE doesn't allow pile drivers. And two, it resulted in a one-two. Ooh, he kicked out. And I'm such a nerd, I'm going to talk about that in one second. Worked out pretty well, though, because when Stax did kick out, he accidentally whammed him in the penis. He must be a Roman Reigns fan. And after they had taken out Humberto, they hit the bada-bing, bada-boom, and they got the one, two, three. Now, I actually have no idea who the next contenders are going to be. But I like the D'Angelo family. They just make me laugh. So many people are like, oh, man, that's such a stereotype. I mean, have you watched NXT? That's the entire show. Ah, but yeah, going back to that driver of piles. I'm sorry. I'm giving it a down. If you are going to bust out a move like that, which was pretty damn devastating, maybe even more devastating than the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, it has to be a finish. That's right. I've got old man Miller. Deal with it. Down. But then saw NXT champion Ilya Dragunov and Nathan Frazier falling out because Nathan had watched those videos from last week. It was basically going, well, I tell you, if I could pick somebody's life, I would too pick Baron Corbin. That's a really odd thing to say. Dragunov totally lost his mind here, which does carry on the NXT champion curse. They all go bonkers. So later, he's going to break him in two. 
small spoiler, that's kind of what he did. We also got a video for Johnny Gargano, who is going to be in the main event, and I don't understand the differences between Johnny Gargano on Raw and Johnny Gargano on NXT, because here, it was like he was an unlockable version. Just so damn badass. Jerry Lawler was then here telling us who's going to be in the Iron Survivor qualifying matches. Because, of course, when I think about Iron and surviving, I always think about Jerry Lawler, where here came Fallon Henley, Josh Briggs, and Brooks Jensen. But they were still super happy that Briggs is going into his own Iron Survivor. But I tell you, the teasing here. I mean, somebody may as well walked into a sign and said, these guys are going to break up soon, because one of them is going to go heel. Lexus King may be involved in this too, because all of a sudden he walked in, and he was bigging up Josh. And yes, he also hit on Fallon Henley. I mean, this guy's just trouble. He also sowed the seeds because he laughed at Jensen going, ha ha, you haven't done anything of late, you absolute goober. Which is where Briggs was like, oh yeah, well he could beat you in a match. So now we're going to do that later. And did they look like they're on the same page? No. No, they didn't. Nikita Lyons was then shown in the crowd, so I guess she's going to be good to come back soon, which is great news because she had that horrible injury. And she's another person that gets the online community going crazy. But as we have learned this week, if you can start the chatter... Well, you're probably going to get a big old push. We also got a hype video for Cameron Grimes, which I massively appreciated because he's done nothing on Smackdown so far when it was time for an Iron Survivor qualifier. Oodalali. This was Kalani Jordan versus Kiana James. And if you can believe it, at the start, they were wrestling. Even saw a flubbing headlock. James wasn't really into that, though, so she threw her into Alan the announce table instead when Kalani came back with a Booker T-like axe kick and I think the rocker dropper. Somebody had definitely been talking to Shawn Michaels. Keanu then got the 401k for a 1-2-0. When I think we kind of did the Montreal screw job. I mean, we didn't, but surely that was a little bit of an inspiration. Because from nowhere, the bell started to ring, even though the match was definitely not finished. When the camera cut to this angle, and who was there going ding, 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 ding? It was Roxanne Perez. Now, of course, because Roxanne is feuding with Keanu James, she was totally distracted by this. Whereas Kalani was like, well, I don't really care. I mean, maybe she was in on it. I don't know. NXT does go in crazy directions. This is when she booted her in the face, hit the split-legged moonsault, and she got the one, two, three. It's like, I didn't see that coming. But I get why we did this too, because we want to protect Kiana James, because she is going to have a match with Perez at deadline. So I am going to give it an up. But even for me, <laughs> I thought this was a little bit silly. I mean, who let her do this? And why wasn't it a DQ? Can't lie. A good sort of like 75% of me did enjoy it a lot, but I'm still going to give it a down. Just because when it comes to NXT, WWE in general, there's too much of this. Sometimes more is less. Or less is more. I don't know what I'm talking about. The Alpha Academy then challenged the metaphor for a six-man tag, and later on the metaphor said we are going to do this. And listen, if you are going to keep the Academy down at NXT for a little bit, we've got to get Maxine Dupree in more matches. Like, she's already over with the fans. She just needs some reps. That's exactly what NXT is for. But then had that weird NXT anonymous social media account which just pops up when it's handy for the story. And just before Trick Williams got attacked a couple of months ago, do you know who followed him into the room? Dun, 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 dun. It was Lexus King. Now, as always, I would like to know who was filming this, who got the security footage. But now we're kind of leading too far into this Lexus stuff. So I, too, am going to point the finger at Carmelo Hayes does seem massively unfair because that's what everybody else is doing but we only have two culprits and i'm making my choice i do appreciate how patient nxt have been with this story though i'm genuinely invested and speaking of narratives we then found out what's been going on with chase you 
Flabbing Nora. As Andre Chase was here on a podium doing a big press conference, he was like, yeah, look, there has been a misappropriation of funds due to gambling debts. And I'm putting this all on my shoulders. I am to blame. So it also explains why the D'Angelo family has been involved, although he wouldn't give us any more information, but he did say the school was going to be okay. So listen, even though Andre is saying it is him, maybe he's actually protecting somebody else. Sounds like the kind of thing he'd do. Once again, this is an angle that drives people absolutely crazy, but I love it. Like, it's so over the top. And why can't we do fraud or this kind of thing in professional wrestling? Especially down in NXT. I just love how much personality it has. You never know what is around the corner. And that keeps me invested. Trust me, there's a lot of wrestling on TV. So it's good that some people are going nuts. Give it an up. Iron Survivor qualifier number two next. Where'd this come from? It was Eddie Thorpe versus Bron Breaker. Poor Eddie got killed. Now you do have to hand it to both these guys because you could call them up tomorrow and they would fit in like a glove. But because Eddie has injured ribs and came out wearing the tape, because of course otherwise his ribs would explode, Breaker was like, all right, fine. You've now got a flashing red point on you and he murked him. I mean, it wasn't a total flattening, but Thorpe was get throwing around with suplexes. I think that kind of inspired him because he was like, oh man, a suplex, I forgot about that. Then he was suplexing Bron Breaker too. The problem, though, is again, it was his midsection that was weakened. So Bron was like, ha, ha, my finishing move is a spear. He ran at him. I assume destroyed his stomach and intestines. And he pinned him for the one, two, three. Listen, I don't know why we're putting Bron Breaker in the Iron Survivor. But surely this has to be the last big thing he's going to do in NXT. And he comes up to the main roster. Maybe even at the Royal Rumble. I'd appreciate it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Come in. I don't really know what happened. Because we were in the women's locker room when a rumor broke that, oh my gosh, there's one more spot in the Iron Survivor Challenge and someone's going to get that next week. And rather than like go to Shawn Michaels, try and get in this match, they all just had a massive fight. So it begs the question why they are all still in the same locker room. Because this happens on NXT all of the time. When we got another hype video, this time for Bronson Reed, because he's going to be in the main event too. I tell you, 
All of these were really, really good. Yours has all come out of Hayes and Trick Williams and they were absolutely furious because they too had seen this security footage. So now they're like, that's it. It was Lexus King. And if anybody says it wasn't Lexus King, it was Lexus King. It's like, Carmelo, you are defending yourself a little bit too much. So my eyebrows started going crazy again. When I was genuinely shocked, I mean, that's kind of exaggerating, but I mean this, because it was Ilya Dragunov versus Nathan Frazier. And I was like, listen, I'm sure they're gonna have a good back and forth match, because I would even take this as a feud in the future. But instead, Ilya was like, no, you insulted my family and my life. And he absolutely murdered him dead. Now, Nathan did get a few things in here, and he just moves around the ring so damn smoothly. But because he was taken on Dragunov, who would just smack you as hard as possible, he whammed him with three H-bombs. That's right, that's how pissed off he was. And he pinned him for the one, two, three. Start looking around like, wait a minute, did I miss something? This is a bit like taking part in your kid's school day and then you lose to a bunch of nine-year-olds when Baron Corbin appeared on the screen and he's still like, look how I'm talking to you via video technology, which is how you communicate with your family. I was like, man, a little bit harsh. They're going to do a face-to-face -face next week before we do go on to deadline. And once again, I'm going to tell you, Baron Corbin should become the NXT champion, but I'm going to give all of this an up. That program is working very well. And look, one day we will do Ilya Dragunov versus Nathan Frazier, and they'll let them cook properly. But it absolutely made Ilya look like a killer. I like that much. But they got more from that brawl earlier because Mackenzie Mitchell was interviewing Lia Valkyria. She was like, yeah, I do have to keep an eye on this Iron Survivor because the winner is going to come after my title. This is when Fallon Henley walked in and she was like, oh, I'm going to get that spot and I'll challenge you. Maybe she will, maybe she won't, I don't know. When Tate and Paxley was just kind of hiding in the shadows and she too was like, ha ha, you're all wrong. I shall be the Iron Survivor. I was like, that's a real freaky thing to do there, Tatum. I think people are going to want to be your friend. You're being just a little bit weird. I think that Joe Gacy must have been inspired by this. Because we then cut to him, and he was doing a promo under the ring. I'm not kidding. He's also saying things like, my enemy is my enemy, and I'm an enemy of my enemy. And because we went back to Booker T and Big Joseph after this, they were like, well, is he still under there? And should we go and check? I was like, yes, you probably should. Amazingly, it tied in too, because our next match was Carmen Petrovic versus Ariana Grace. And while they were doing an okay job in the ring from nowhere, Joe just appeared, so he was out of the flubbing ring still, and he stole the ring bell. So I was like, wait a minute, one, why is ring bell the theme of this week's episode of NXT? And two, that is a crime. So bring it down. The crime counter goes up by one. You can't nick things. It's not allowed. Now, it didn't serve as a distraction or anything like that because they just carried on wrestling when eventually Grace just poked Petrovic right in the eye and she hit that fireman carry slam thing. Now, as a quick aside, she, she needs a better finisher. It doesn't look impactful at all, but she did get the one, two, three, and we've talked about this before. Ariana totally gets her character and she's a laugh riot, so I am going to give it up. And yes, when she was announced as the winner, who was in the crowd with the bell, literally going, it was Joe Gacy. I have no idea what this new character is, but I can't help it. I love it. Grizzly then proved he didn't need a hype video because he was doing his live and in person, and he is going to walk into that main event later. He is going to win, and then he's going to beat Dominic Mysterio at deadline and reclaim the North American title. I was like, damn right, where's you get him? Before that, though, it was back to business, sort of. It was Brooks Jensen versus Lexus King. Huh. Now, Trick and Carmella were watching this from backstage, and I was a little bit like, well, surely you want to go out there now and stop Lexus from doing anything. But instead, they bided the time. 
And as we were going to find out, this was a super duper mega mistake. It also allowed Lexus to use dastardly tactics that he took over for a while. And I'm sorry, everybody must have been talking to the heartbreak kid on this show. Because when Jensen came back, he hit an atomic drop and a super kick. I see what's going on here. This is when Carmelo decided to run it as well. And I was shouting from my chair, even though he can't hear me. And obviously I watched it after the fact. What are you doing? You're coming at the wrong time. The other guy's winning. But of course, this caused the distraction, which is when King hit the coronation. That's what we're calling his finish. And we got the one, two, three. So by accident, there's that word again, Carmelo Hayes had allowed Lexus King to win. So now I think these two are in flipping code. So I do smell shenanigans, but I like this story. And surely at this point, Trick Williams must be going, well, when I survey the evidence, this doesn't add up at all. It's really, really good. It's going to turn Trick Williams into a bigger hero than he already is. Up. And then did learn that we are getting two Fatal 4 ways next week to find out who are the last entrants in both the Men's and Women's Iron Survivor Challenge when we got to one flipping good main event. Because it was Johnny Gargano versus Cameron Grimes versus Wesley versus Bronson Reed. And man, they just brought it. Like, if you had put this on an NXT pay-per-view premium live event, nobody would have minded at all. Bronson was also going full-on meaty man meat slapping here, so everybody had to come together to get rid of him. And once they had thrown Cameron Grimes to the floor, we got Wesley versus Johnny Gargano for a few seconds, and it ruled. Cameron also wanted to remind us that he is top tier, and he was doing those head scissors things until Johnny was like, ha I'm going to hit all of you with dives. So once again, if you had told me that the NXT version of Gargano was the Raw version's brother, I'd totally believe you. Bronson was still being a massive bother by this stage, so we just came up with the most absurd spot to stop him. But I tell you, this was absolutely fantastic. Because he grabbed Wes in the slam position while also making sure Cameron was stuck on the floor using his massive legs. When Johnny Gargano walked over and he looked at it, he said, well, where Cameron is, he's essentially in the lever position. So he got him in the wheelbarrow and he went, boop. And he smacked Reed right in the penis. That's <laughs> the most crazy thing I've seen all year. Bronson was then bopping again because he did this amazing Samoan drop where he Samoan dropped everybody at the same time. But this is when everyone turned the tables on him because they hit him with a triple power bomb from the top rope. That's when I was plugged in, man. This was just good. I mean, Bronson Reed was essentially in a handicap match here, which was doubly true because once again he laid everybody out and just as he was going with the tsunami. Who turned up on NXT, probably using voodoo powers? It was Ivar. And this made me chuckle, because it means for 24 hours he'd been sitting there going, man, what happened on Raw doesn't sit right with me. I'm going to find him on Tuesdays. They then brawled to the back, which I thought was a very smart way to ensure that Bronson didn't really lose, even though, of course, he did lose because he wasn't going to win. What? Which is when Lee slammed Gargano for a 1-2-0, where all of a sudden Cameron hit the cave-in, and it looked like he was going to be victorious. He wasn't. Z had forgotten to look at Lee, who hit him with the cardiac kick, and he pinned him for the 1-2-3. And even I was going, whoa, because this was so good. And now he is the number one contender, and Dominic Mysterio is on commentary, and they looked at each other. In wrestling, that means it's serious time. I really do think there's a good chance that Lee could win his championship back too. Maybe that's it for Dominic in NXT, because 2024 is around the corner. But either way, massive up. We also had one of those secret endings to NXT, because we were in the parking lot. You don't want to be there, because you'll get attacked by a mystery assailant. But Kiana James and Roxanne Perez were going at it, because they just can't contain themselves. They really, really, really hate each other. Which brought us to the end of NXT, and actually even I think I've been a little bit too nice to this show, because it kind of was just there, but I'm very excited about Deadline, and I enjoy the Iron Survivor Challenge, like it's a match that doesn't need to exist, but you could say that sums up my life as well. It was a terrible thing to say. 
give it a nub. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of NXT. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Raw ups and downs on the screen right now with CM Punk, so check out that too. Go to whatculture.com, follow us on social media, and otherwise, have a terrific day. Thank you for the last 15 minutes or so. I'll see you soon. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.